the Severe MMA Podcast Premium with Sean Sheehan and Graham McDonald. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Severe MMA Podcast. Joined today by Brendan Lochnane, who is getting ready for his fight uh, over in New York with PFL. The first thing I must ask you, Brendan, I, I called you Brendan Lochnane there, but I'm from I'm from West Limerick here in the heartland of Munster, where there's lots of Lochnans around the place. And I, every time I, you're fighting and I say your name, I say Lochnan, and everyone's giving out to me. So which is it? Do you have loads of Irish relatives that come over and give uh, out you know to you for saying it wrong? Do you know <laughs> Do you know what's so funny? I don't even know how it's pronounced. Like, you'll know better than me, so I'll go with Lot Nan from now on. <laughs> Great. If I, if I switch that up, it'll be the proudest thing I ever did. Doing one, uh, yeah. uh, doing a good one for Ireland. But, uh, do, you, do you actually know a lot of Lot Nans, really? Yeah, there's a lot, lot of Lot Nans. Actually, the, the town I'm from, the say our, our main doctor would have been Lot Nan for years and years. So this is, I actually looked it up as we were starting it. And I'm from Limerick, so it's around Limerick and Clare that the name would be originally from. And there's loads of people around here. So I suppose it's, it's an unusual name Super. everywhere else in, in the world. Apart from here, super interesting. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for letting me know that. And I, I never even had any idea of how to pronounce it. Or if there was any more out there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. I suppose uh, at least that's a question you'll get no other interview apart from, apart from me. Yes. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Thank uh, you for letting me know. <laughs> no bother at all. We were just talking as you start, as we uh, before we started there about fighting around Christmas. Obviously, what have we now? The sixteenth, seventeenth of December, coming up to Christmas. How weird has yeah. it been out in the in the hot weather, being away from home and fighting at Christmas? Hey, I tell you what, I'm looking out the window right now. It's blazing sunshine, not a cloud in the sky. feels super, super odd. Um, and you know what's weird? There's going to be no Christmas dinner. There's going to be no celebration. There's going to be no presents. But you know what? It'll all come to me on New Year's Eve, so the struggle's worth it. The juice is worth the squeeze, as they say. That's it. Are you bring, have you any family out there with you for Christmas, or are all of them kind of staying home and celebrating at home? Uh, everyone's meeting me in New York. Everyone's going to be there around the 26th, 27th, so... I'll get to see all them for, for around New Year. But Christmas Day is going to be a very lonely one, my friend. God almighty. You, can you have a bit of turkey even? around? How, are you, how far out are you doing? Like six, six, seven days out? A bit of turkey, you know? Uh, maybe a handful <laughs> of nuts. <laughs> God almighty. I feel, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for you now. God uh, almighty. But... Don't feel sorry for me, mate. It's the life I chose. I, I suppose. But um, I suppose over the last year, it's been a kind of a... A tumultuous year for you, you know, we, there was a while there where it was a struggle to maybe get fights and get those big fights and names you wanted to get, but then you obviously had the Dana White Contender Series and then it maybe settled down a little bit, sort of fighting for PFL. Before we get to maybe the PFL stint, how do you feel now looking back a couple of months later after that whole Dana White Contender Series debacle, I suppose you call it? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously I, I did nearly a whole year. I did do a year without a fight, I just couldn't get matched anywhere. Stayed close to weight the whole year, trained my ass off. I was over here in Alliance, just couldn't get nothing. Took, managed to get one on like a one off show in Manchester, took that. Then, then my break came. Um, I had to wait for the next contender series, which which came through. Uh, got my opponent, which is a really tough opponent, you know, best guy on the West Coast over here. Mm-hmm. Went out there, destroyed him, thought I had my contract, didn't have it. Took a lot to come back from that, to be honest. I didn't know where I was going to go from there because I chased the UFC back for six years after fighting there before. It was the only place I wanted to be at the time. Um, I had to really go for a bit of a mental battle. Um, guys like Dominic Cruz and that in my corner that, that really helped me through them kind of things. PFL come with, a, with an offer, as I couldn't refuse, as they say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest is history. I've got the ball rolling with them now. And I, honest to God, could not be happier with PFL. I suppose, like, looking at your career and... 
it's it's always to me being kind of a, a planned career you know lots of fighters always say i'll go in there and fight anyone any place anytime and I'm, I'm sure you'd fight everyone as well but you seem to always have a plan with your next move and next fight is there a little bit of a readjustment you had to do there when maybe the ufc kind of went away and something you might not be able to get for a while did you have to kind of readjust those plans a little bit yeah, it was a massive readjustment. I had my heart set on it. I was 100% sure I was going to go and smash that guy, headline the MEN arena for the US. I had all this in my head. Mm-hmm. And then it was a total total swing around, a total readjustment. Um, one other guy that helped me quite a lot was a guy from uh, Alliance, Emiliano Sordi. Yeah. Uh, he got knocked out on a contender in 30 seconds. And um, scoot forward a year later, he was about to fight for a million dollars. I was just training with him today. So it just shows it's not the do-all and end-all. And uh it can turn around real quick in MMA and there's plenty of good promotions out there now. Mm-hmm. How, how big is the future trend that you obviously you mentioned Dominic Cruz uh, a second ago so, you know one of the best fighters that's been around for years and years and years and you know we often talk about obviously covering the sport in Ireland and a lot of the UK as well we talk a lot about maybe guys moving over to other gyms and you know stay at their own gyms as well but training in America is that a big thing for you finding that gym and finding a great team over there who seem to have kind of become family with? Yeah I mean uh I, I've trained at Tiger Muay Thai. I've trained at Forget Top Team. I've trained here. Trained Manchester. I've trained like I just get I get it in wherever I am. I'm a bit of a traveller myself. I'm a bit a bit of travel blood in me. I love to uh, get around and experience different bodies. I've definitely found a, a home at Alliance here. And um, yeah, we've had a, we've had a really really good camp. Like I say, Emiliano's in uh, the same night as me. So the coaches have been around us a lot. Living with Dominic Cruz has been massive. But this has been a six year journey with me and Dominic. Now I've been coming out here since he first fought TJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah we've had a great relationship he's going to be in my corner again in New York so yeah I couldn't ask for anything more really and like I say it's a sunny day on the 17th of December <laughs> can't be bad can it no I can't it's a, well, I always, it's a question I always kind of want to ask Les, like yourself and like Joseph Duffy as well went over to uh, to TriStar and other people like when you get into those gyms like someone as brilliant as Eric Del Fiero there as a trainer and Dominic Cruz as a fighter as well is it the case of breaking your game down totally and rebuilding you or just adding a few things what way did, did they do with you no, totally adding things, totally just adding on to what I already had. I'm a striker at heart. Um, ultimately, I put wrestling into my game, mm-hmm. uh, which which you can ultimately cost me a contract. Well, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've added a lot of wrestling into my game now. And I, like I say, in the last fight, I, I struck the guy, wrestled him. Same with the fight previous to that. So there has been a lot of involvement in my game. Um, uh, evolution, sorry. And uh, that's it now. I mean, I can take the fight anywhere with this next guy now. He's a great striker. So if I want to just switch it up, I'll just dump him at any time. And that's a lot of things that the, these American gyms do bring to you. I mean, they have a great history of wrestling. Uh, they all grow up wrestling from middle school, high school, college, and then uh, obviously Olympics. So I've learned a lot from from them in that aspect. And um, they obviously take a lot from me too with the striking. So it's kind of blended a well-rounded MMA game. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I want to ask you about the Valente again in a second, but looking at your record there, you know you obviously have a fantastic record, won most of the, almost all of the fights you've you've been in. But maybe there's that that name just missing a little bit. Do you feel like over the next maybe year or two, if you can get a couple of those big wins in PFL with a lot of people in America seeing you, it'll even elevate you further? Yeah, of course. We let let's get this right, right? I'm nineteen and three, eighteen and three now. Mm-hmm. Them three losses are split to Pat. Split yeah. to Duke and Wild, which you all obviously know about. Yeah. And then uh, Mike Wilkinson in the UFC. And come on, we should be looking at 21 and 0 here. Like, and then it's a totally different conversation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 9 and 0 as an amateur. I mean, no one's really, no one's put me down yet. No one's knocked me out. No one's submitted me. You know, so it's like, you know, we're talking about that big name. And you're right, that Lance Palmer tried to sneak in and get that fight. I'm super down for big fights. And, uh, 
next year and all the PFL are freshening up the roster, bringing in some killers. And I'm absolutely ready for them killers. I just turned 30. Time for me to just take the world by storm now. I just fought the Mandalay Bay, about to fight Madison Square Garden. Does it get any bigger? How many Brits are, are coming abroad and getting these wins? That's it. That's it. I, I, the long road is like, you know, you mentioned you had 21 fights there. I was talking to Peter Cooley the other day, and he's lots of fights as well, and took the long road to get to where he is now fighting, you know, and co and things with Bellator. How how big is that for you? Because we see lots of guys now, you know, signing for Bellator, signing for UFC after maybe five, six, seven fights. How big is it for you? And how, how do you think that'll stand to you having that many fights when you're getting to where you're getting to now? Yeah, my my body feels great. It feels better than when I was 19. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've incorporated super amounts of yoga now. I have very smart, planned camps. Um, you know, I don't overdo it now. I know my body needs to get to where it needs to to, to get into the fight. And uh, I'm not going to jinx myself, but, you know, I, I no, never no injuries, never pull out of injuries. And I've got to every fight healthy. And uh, I think that's a big part of it. A lot of people train very, very stupidly. Mm-hmm. That's that I've seen in, in the UK and all over the world. And it's about taking care of your body and, and getting the longevity out of sport. And I've been able to do that. And like I say, I just turned 30 last week and got a wealth of experience under my, under my belt now. Fought wrestlers, fought strikers. Uh, and I don't think there's anything that I've not seen right now. And now this is when I'm ready for the big dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that guy to come and knock my ass out. Submit me. Like, David's the guy. David's the guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is like is that kind of tough as well that it's when you're someone like you and you know even other guys in in on the UK and seeing like a Fabian Edwards coming up it, they find it very hard to get matchups because you're seen as that top prospect coming through and you're like yeah I might fight him when I'm a champion or something like that is that something you found over the years that it's very hard to get those big names because they want they don't want to fight you fucking massively and especially when they finally give me that Tom Duke and fight I don't know why they even put him in front of me mm-hmm. and I'd chase his ass around the cage for three rounds and then they give it him. Just shows like, you know, them them shows up. They're always leaning towards who they want to lean towards. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, with PFL, that shit ain't happening. Like, there's, there's there's twelve guys, twelve killers in a pot. The winner takes a million, and I love that. No one ain't ducking nobody. You fighting this guy, and that's exactly how I want it to be. And uh, that's how it's gonna be next year. Yeah, you you know, I'll ask you about that again in a sec. But the one thing from kind of maybe the local scene, there's been a lot of chatter, especially around here over the last six months or so, with the whole, you know, is it Bellator? Is it Cage Warriors on the local scene? You know, you get the Cage Warriors. Maybe it's the 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 route to the UFC and to the big fights. What's your take on that whole argument between Cage Warriors maybe not getting as much money early, and then maybe our Bellator getting the money straight away, but maybe not getting the chance to go to the UFC? Here's how I look at it. From that scene, it's like. Uh, you take the cage warriors route, you get paid buttons, mm-hmm. and then you hopefully get to the UFC, or you take you, you take your well-deserved worth and you go Bellator. Um, but obviously, you know the, you might not get picked up by the UFC by going Bellator. There's there's a double-edged sword, and it, it depends which way you want to go. Personally, I've always took the route of I want to get paid for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was an up-and-coming in the UK and I'd snatch Bellator's hands off for them ten and tens or whatever they're giving out because they're hard to get and. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just glad people are finally getting what they're worth out of this sport. Was there any thoughts for you for going and signing with Bellator after this? You know, there's lots of guys, even we saw Ryan Scope today against Paul Redmond and <laughs> lots of guys around your weight class around Bellator. Was there any talk to that? Let's not go there. No? We'll leave that one. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one. We'll leave that one. <laughs> really? So no, no yeah, Bellator? We'll <laughs> yeah, there was, the Bellator was a possibility, but we'll leave that right there. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. So, but, uh, yeah. what, what do you think of the local scene, though? You know, I mean, with Bellator, with Cage Warriors, and everything like that. Like UK and Ireland, at the moment, there seems to be lots of opportunities and lots of fights. What, what do you think of it now? You know, and I know you've done a bit of promotion yourself. What do you think of the scene? 
it's absolutely flying. I'm yeah. buzzing to look back home and see all the talent coming through now and everyone out there having big fights, getting paid, the top arenas. MMA's on a super surge now. It's, it's a great time to be an MMA fighter. The best time, I've been doing it 12 years now fighting and this is definitely by far the best time to be an MMA fighter. It's great to see. Mm-hmm. Fair play to Cage Warriors and Bellator, honestly. Yeah, and I suppose you know you move moving on to to PFL. It's it's uh, to me, I I like the idea in a way, but in the other way, I'm not a big fan of tournaments. But the fact there's the that million dollars on the line is that something maybe that drew you? If it was a, a a tournament and you were just getting paid for every fight, would it be a little bit different? Is that kind of the draw that got you there? I'll tell you what, the dangling the carrot of a million dollars. Mm. Where else can you make a million dollars in any job in five months? That's tell true. me. That's very. I'm not certainly you know making it right. Look. <laughs> Uh, and not just that, uh, PFL promised to keep me active. Mm-hmm. They said they'd give me two fights this year, uh, which they've done. And they give me two fights within eight weeks back to back of each other. Um, and they give me uh, Madison Square Garden and the Mandalay Bay. And they're paying me sick. They give me a signing bonus. They're fucking giving me five fights next year in five months. From May all the way through till New Year's Eve, uh, I get paid handsomely for each fight. Got top level competition, all the best arenas on the world. I mean, what more could a man ask for? I, I suppose, and I suppose that that's all starts this weekend or, or next weekend even with uh, David Valencia. You we mentioned there earlier on that he's a hard hitter, hits very hard, lots of knockouts uh, on his record. What do you think of him? I'm sure you've watched a bit of him now. What do you think of him as a fighter? Uh, I think he's he's dangerous. He's a, he's got a great Muay Thai. He's got a wealth of Muay Thai experience. He's got nine knockouts. Um, he's fought 55, 170. You know, he's a big, big lump for this weight. He's dangerous, he's powerful, and uh, we've trained accordingly for him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Last thing here, what, what's the prediction? What do you think? How does, how's this fight going to end? Uh, I'm not a super fan of predictions. I'll just say I'm going to get the W and that's it. Right. I'm looking forward to it anyway. The New Year's Eve, there's always big, you know, I was around here with the Cage Warriors in Dublin, New Year's Eve cards and the ones over in Japan and everything like that. It's always, it's kind of an MMA tradition and I'm sure uh, everyone will be looking forward to it. Brendan, I really appreciate it. Brendan Lachnan, I'm going to call him that straight away at the end of the year. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much for your time today. Thank you too, my friend. Take care. Lovely.